welcome back to Radio O5's Open Book Podcast. We are your hosts, Aisha and Oda, and today's theme is the book The Perks of Being a Wallflower, which was written by the author Stefan Chabosky and published in 1999. The genre of the book is a novel, which is structured in a letter diary form. In the year 2000, The Perks of Being a Wallflower became Pocket Book's best-selling book and sold over 100,000 copies. Chabosky managed to to touch his readers with different kind of emotions. Yeah, when I read the book, I both laughed and cried, but I kept on reading because it was too good to not to. (laughs) Same. Throughout this podcast, there will be attending a guest in an interview, but firstly, we'll talk about the different characters in the book. The main character in the book uh, is named Charlie, and as a freshman in high school, Charlie struggles with bullies, depression, bad influence, and girls. Yeah, how would you describe our main character, Charlie? Well, he's not the biggest geek in high school, but he's not popular either. He's kind of like a wildflower. Like Patrick says in the book, you see things, you keep quiet of them, and you understand. Yeah, I find it fascinating how the writer has chosen to compare him with a flower. It makes him seem like a peaceful person, which he is. Yeah, although he can come across as socially awkward due to his shyness and the fact that he isn't always able to read the room or understand any social quotes. When Charlie finally got invited uh, to his first high school party of his new big friend group, (laughs) it didn't seem like he understood what teenagers really do at parties. I believe he thought that they drank a bit stolen alcohol from their parents and nothing more. Because of that, he did not see the problem of receiving a brownie from Bob, which is his mutual friend. Kind of naive, don't you think? Because we've been told to know better. <laughs> uh, yeah, because you shouldn't really say yes to receiving any food or drinks from strangers or someone you just don't know in general. But honestly, how could we judge him? Charlie is a teenage boy who hasn't really had many friends during his childhood. So with his aunt Helen and his best friend Michael passing away, sure didn't make it any easier for him to be able to trust someone or make new friends. Yeah, honestly, I feel very bad for him. Because like, imagine going through high school with no friends. And the only thing you can think about is your best friend who has committed suicide recently. And the only way you can cope with your emotions is through writing letters to an imaginary friend and express your feelings. Oh, and it also said further in the book that Charlie used to have a mental illness, so a lot of his old thoughts and traumas must still affect him in some way. Yeah, and especially when being a teenager boy who's had to witness something this tragic, and especially with his hormones hormones riding like a roller coaster, it sure must be um, unbelievable hard. Yeah. Like, just imagine how much Charlie could overthink and blame himself for both his aunt's and his best friend's death. As we said earlier, Charlie didn't have many friends. So when starting in high school, he thought that maybe it was his time to make friends. But it wasn't too easy for him because of his shyness and the teacher's sorrow for him due to Michael's death which led them to treat him maybe a pinch better than other students. And if you think about it, it isn't the most popular thing that could happen 
considering that his classmates um, must think that he's just another suck up or a teacher's pet. While we're on the subject, teachers, there was this one teacher, Mr. Anderson, who lectured in English that Charlie got a special bond with. Mr. Anderson saw Charlie, his potentials, and his love for books and the subject. Therefore, he started to give books and extra assignments to Charlie outside of class. Uh, because what else was he going to do in his spare time? Hang out with his non-existing friends? <laughs> no, I don't believe so. <laughs> Charlie must have been Mr. Anderson's favorite, especially because he got to call him by his first name, which was Bill. Bill wants Charlie to survive high school, so he encourages him to participate in life to prevent Charlie from falling back into his depression. Other than his friend, uh, or we can also call his teacher, yeah. <laughs> uh, he also became friends with Sam and Patrick. When we first met them, Patrick has the nickname Nothing, and Charlie has a crush on Sam, who he quickly learns is Patrick's sister. Yeah, but in the beginning, Sam tells Charlie to stop thinking about her that way, because he's way too young for her. Later, we found out that age wasn't a real problem. Sam wanted to see Charlie live his own life and be confident and love himself before loving someone else. Patrick and Sam kind of took him uh, or took him with them yeah. on this journey where he got to learn how life works, both the good and the bad way. Uh, they play in an in, in big and important uh, part in Charlie's life. Yeah. In the book, we also meet Charlie's family. In the beginning, Charlie lives with his mom, dad, brother and sister. His aunt Helen also used to live with them before she passed away. They seem like a quite normal family, even though they have some problem, it's nothing out of normal. The brother moves away to college and the sister has boyfriends, nothing weird. Yeah, I think there, if there were to be anything unusual about this family, it would be how they handle certain situations, like trauma. Yeah. And it feels like they don't like to talk about it or like talk about things if they don't have to or that they just don't find it necessary. Now we have come to our interview segment and the guest of the day is Stefan Jabowski. Hello. So Jabowski, what is the theme of the perks of being a wallflower? Like what is the story essentially about? Well, the story essentially about a boy, Charlie, who learns how to live his own life and starting to do things for himself, not just to please others. My co-host and I have talked a bit about Charlie, and we wanted to ask you, how would you shortly describe Charlie? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, Charlie is a boy who kind of sits on the sideline of his own life. He's shy, introspective, and intelligent. And he is, of course, a wallflower. Throughout the book, Charlie learns that he can't be a passenger in his own life. There comes at a time when you have to see what life looks like from the driver's seat. The point of view in this novel is also interesting. It's written in first person and we have our protagonist writing to his friend. Can you say something about that? Well, yeah, I think that having Charlie writing to his friend in a very oral language make the story seem more relatable. It also gives the reader a different perspective on how Charlie experienced things in life. 
interesting. And lastly, the story is set in Pittsburgh in the early 1990s. Any specific reasons for this setting? Well, honestly, it's because I grew up in Pittsburgh, so it kind of felt natural to set the book there as well. Yeah, thanks for answering our questions, Stefan. No problem. Thanks for having me. So, let's talk about our opinions on the book. Yeah. When we just talked briefly before this podcast, we had different views on the character Aunt Helen. Because uh, Charlie and his aunt were really close, right? Yeah. Uh, she used to let him stay up and watch TV. And she always bought him two presents on his birthday. Because it so happened to be on Christmas Eve. Therefore, it was a tradition that he got two instead of one. So on his seventh birthday, Aunt Helen had forgotten to buy a gift for him. So she decided to run a quick errand to the store to buy one more. But on the drive to the store... Uh, a car came and drove fast into her from the side, which caused her dread. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, caused her death. Therefore, I believe that that was one of the main reasons Charlie struggled and felt guilt about Aunt's death. Yeah, I agree. But before the podcast, we were discussing Charlie's relationship with Aunt Helen, and we both ha- had very different perspectives on the reason why they had such a close bond. Yeah, because we both know that Aunt Helen was sexually abused by her father's friend when she was younger. Yeah. We both know that. But I believe that the results of that led her to abuse Charlie. Yeah, I see where you're going, but I don't like when I read it. I didn't like think, oh yeah, Aunt Helen abused Charlie. That wasn't like so in my face when I read it the first time. Yeah, well my first impression, it wasn't that she raped him at first. But when I read the part about... When she was sexually abused by her father's friend, uh, I just had the feeling that she took her sexual abuse out on Charlie, like sexually molesting him and touching him. And then it said in the book that she was doing it while his sister was asleep. Yeah, um, you kind of understand that he has been raped or something when he was young. Uh, at the end when he and Sam are like having an intimate time. Mm. Uh, I don't, yeah, as you said, the first impression is not that it is on Helen, necessarily. Yeah, but that was when I had a very strong gut feeling about that it was Aunt Helen who had done something sexually uh, against Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. And in the book, it says that he kept on getting distracted when he was making out with Sam. Mm-hmm. And especially when Sam touched his thigh, he flinched. Yeah, kind of like a trauma coming back to him. Yeah. And But I do agree, when you have some time to think over it and maybe not have the book in front of you, mm. it kind of makes sense that it is on Helen. But it's not like the first impression. Yeah, but, yeah, because you kind of have to read between the sentences to um, just understand it. yeah just understand and interpret it you, you know? have to let it sink in yeah and, like really understand what you just have read mm, yeah and like in the end of the book he's sent to psychiatry yeah uh, and that's the results of being raped as a child and how much trauma that can cause and also his death no, his aunt's death, yeah. I mean. <laughs> and his best friend's Mike, 
Michael's. Yeah, and I also think it's a product of the family's way to handle things. Like mm. they don't talk about it. He did not know that that it was rape at the time mm. and how wrong it was. And that's very sad that he yeah. believes that that's normal. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I understand that one hundred percent. Yeah, it feels like uh, Charlie thought that rape was the way his aunt loved him, and that was right. Yeah, but he he probably didn't know better. Like, what's rape? What's he? I bet he didn't know what's rape was. How is he supposed to know when the family never talks about it? Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I believe now that we've talked enough about the sad parts in the book. Yeah. Um. So I think we can talk a bit more of the better parts, the highlights of the book, or just the book in general. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's talk about that. So my opinion about the book was that it was actually quite good. I usually don't read this type mm. of books, so mm. it was something like new, but also in a good way. Yeah. Um. I usually like to read more about like romantic stuff. Yeah. I'm kind of cliche when it comes to books, and I know that you like fantasy um, yeah. and stuff like that. But like, all in all, this book was very catchy. Yeah, it was good, and someday I, I would like to see the movie as well. I haven't seen it. I saw the movie. Was it great? Yeah, I loved it, but aren't like. It's still two different point of views. Yeah. It's like different perspectives. Because when you see the movie, it's like a bit different. Yeah. But when you read the book, it's more detailing. And where I got more emotions, you know, yeah. filling up in my body while reading it. <laughs> so yeah. I, I just, I honestly, I just like the book more. Yeah, and what I liked about the book is like the way it's written. You yeah, like feel everything, and yeah. it's so personal, and yeah. You feel like he's like writing to you. It's like you're his friend. Yeah, you really are. <laughs> so, that's nice. Yeah. So for all the re- like the listeners that are listening to this podcast, um, I would recommend this book. Yeah, it's it's special. The book is so special. Uh, you can't describe it if you haven't read it. No, you can't feel it. because like even though you cry, I cried. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> uh, even though you cry and stuff, it's so catchy that you just want to keep on reading. Yeah, and Alfred, you just want to go out and live your life. Yeah, live best. your own life. It's like, I like the moral of the story. Yeah, it's very good, and it's heart touching, heartwarming. What do you? Say? Yeah, it's yeah. heartwarming. Yeah. Um, uh, but Uda, what would you rate this? Oh, book. I'm so bad at ratings. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad at rating as well. Uh, I've watched the movie. Yeah. I would rate the movie eight of ten. Okay. And the yeah. book, probably nine and a half of ten. Yeah, I would also give it a solid On- nine. Yeah. yeah. That's only because it's not my favorite genre. No, not mine either. So that just shows that this book is a very nice book because we rated it so high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's not even our favorite genre. And it also shows that Stefan Chabowski, he's a great author. Oh, I love him. Yeah. I really want to read another book of his. Yeah, just to see if it's something he continues, like the same style. Or if it's, it was just this book or something. Like a part two. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. So this was enough. a hint for you, Stefan. If you're listening. <laughs> you should be listening. Um, but yeah, I love this book and I would love a part two. Yeah. 
This was our summary of The Perks of Being a Wallflower by Stefan Chabosky, some of the main characters, and our opinions. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Radio 5's Open Books podcast. I'm Aisha. And this was Ulla. And thanks for... Li- Okay. Well, bye. Bye. Oh, and make sure to listen to us on the next episode. See ya.